This is Digital Health Today, episode 51. Welcome to Digital Health Today, the podcast focused on the leaders, innovators, and technologies transforming healthcare today and tomorrow. Find us online at digitalhealthtoday.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. This is Digital Health Today, the place to be to get the insights of leaders working to make the healthcare of tomorrow available today. I'm your host, Dan Kendall, and this is episode 51. It's a new year and we are getting started with a bang. While most of the U.S. is blanketed with snow and ice, California is going to be heating up for the first full week of January with a big week of conferences in San Francisco. It's all starting with the Digital Orthopedics Conference, that's the DOCSF, starting on Sunday the 7th, and then Startup Health Festival on January 8th and 9th, followed by the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference running from the 8th to the 11th. I'll be there during this time and spending a few days afterwards to meet with some of the innovators in the Bay Area. Check out our Twitter feed at dhealthtoday and keep up with the events there. And if you'll be there too, please get in touch. You can find me on Twitter at healthtechdan, and I hope to meet you there. Lots of big announcements will be coming out at these conferences, and of course there's also the CES in Las Vegas that's taking place at the same time. One program you'll be hearing a lot about is a new program that's being launched by Bayer at the Startup Health Festival. It's the new Bayer Grants for Apps Generator Program, which is opening for applications the week of January 8th, 2018. To get the scoop on this new program, and also to get an update on some of the programs that ran in 2017, I spoke to three people at Bayer that are bringing the G4A Generator Program to life. In this episode, I spoke with Eugene Borakovich, he's the Global Head for Digital Health Incubation and Innovation, Barton Warner, who's the Vice President of Strategy and Portfolio Management, and Annalena Lorenz, the Global Innovation Manager and Ecosystem Coordinator for G4A. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode at digitalhealthtoday.com forward slash 51 for links to everything we discussed. Now let's tune into the conversation. Eugene, Barton, Anna, thank you very much for joining me and welcome to the program. Eugene, I would like to start with you. You were a guest last year back on episode 22, and we spoke about the work Bayer is doing to advance innovation in healthcare. Now, when that episode aired, you were just opening up the applications for the G4A Accelerator Program and the new Dealmaker Program, which ran for the first time in 2017. I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that podcast. You can find it at digitalhealthtoday.com forward slash 22. Now, Eugene, I know you selected four companies for the Accelerator and had a huge demo day at Slush, which is the massive event held in Helsinki in November, December each year. We're going to have those four companies listed in the show notes for this episode. But I also want to hear about the Dealmaker. Can you remind us about the goals for that program and tell us how that went? We got over 800 applications this year for the Dealmaker. We selected 40. And the beautiful part about this is that we actually... From the beginning, had our challenge owners identify the challenges. And I know back in the day, uh, you posted the 30 plus challenges and startups were welcome to apply to one or many, as long as it was very pinpointed to actually solve the challenge that our business challenge owners put forward. Out of those 800, we went through a rigorous process along the way and selected 40 startups that cultivated in one day where we invited all 40. We had breakout rooms and a pretty tight schedule. And in every room, we had a business challenge owner. We had somebody from procurement always around legal, um, et cetera. And the goal was to actually cut a letter of intent the day off. We set ourselves a, a pretty aggressive goal, and we actually beat it that day. So out of those 40 startups, We did more than 10% of those did a letter of intent the day off, and few trickled in since then. That's fantastic, Eugene. So about 25% of the companies overall that participated or were selected for the Dealmaker program 
were able to get signed letters of intent with Bayer, which is phenomenal, to put it lightly. Now, making something like this happen in any organization is a lot of work. Bayer's over 100 years old, over 115,000 employees around the world. And you, you seem to be really effective in driving this new approach, this beyond-the-pill approach that Pharma is taking. Tell me about the team that's making this happen. What kind of mindset do you guys have? And what's making this happen inside Bayer? Uh, at the end of the day, it is about the people, right? And I mentioned that startup entrepreneurial DNA is absolutely one of the core aspects of the overall team. You know, if I rewind back, there were a number of initiatives started around the same time. So Jesus with the grants for apps was five years ago, probably about a year or so afterwards, uh, Dirk Chapelar started the Life Science iHub on the West Coast which was really also connecting into the startup community and uh, what I would call fail fast, fail often, you know, testing with different startups, understanding the technological impacts. Uh, we also had a program uh, that started inside around the same time called Five by Five Startups. These are internal programs. It's five people for five weeks, uh, really thinking differently. And then end of 2015, uh, beginning of 2016, when uh, when I came in, in in mid of 16, there was a digital health incubator that was also spun up. Um, granted, uh, it was not truly an incubator. Some of there were top down projects. Uh, so if I fast forward, you know, where we are now and going into January uh, of 2018, it took some effort to really merge, uh, as you can imagine, a lot of the individuals and the passions, you know, and the brands, uh, what we decided as a team to really unite under the G4A brand, you know, both internally and externally. And going forward, we're, you know, what I would call doubling, tripling down on the G4A, the accelerated deal maker and other programs like Generator that we launched. So under that umbrella, uh, we're going to continue running the accelerator program, innovating within those programs uh, like the deal maker, the generator. The goal is for us to grow uh, the STEM for Health meetups pretty much everywhere Bayer exists and operates, which I believe is in about 120 countries. So we're we're really serious about it. And again, um, it's not a forceful arm. Um, it's really people that are waking up every day and just want to do this as part of it. So it's my team, but then I would say also the extended team of intrapreneurs and entrepreneurs within Bear. So you have over five years experience with the G4A Accelerator. This will be the second year for the G4A Dealmaker program. And now this year you have a new program called the G4A Generator. How did this idea for the generator develop? You know, digital health, if I really look at it, it's a, it's a human-centric approach. And, you know, I think most of us, you know, we are looking, quote-unquote, at Dr. Google, Dr. Apple, Dr. Amazon, you know, self-care. And so when the idea came around, we kind of said, okay, well, look, let's spread this a bit further. And we worked with our consumer division. And the amazing part was that, you know, the Health 2.0 last October – this was, uh, we, we kind of went to the conference, not the typical bear way where all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And Barton and I, we were really talked about openly. We still didn't know the time exactly how the program will manifest itself. We said we want to do something. We wanted to get the feedback from the community, which both of us certainly got bombarded right after. You know, the, the premise uh, of the program is really making self-care accessible and achievable for every one of us. And uh, it is based on the deal maker type of program where the types of deals will be, I think, individual. And I know um, as far as the goals of it is to really find the entrepreneurs and the innovators that we can co-create together with. 
Barton, let me turn to you now. You're the VP of Strategy and Portfolio Management for Bear Consumer US. The G4A team has been running for several years. What attracted you to this proposition and led you to establishing the G4A generator this year? I think the the real thesis of G4A generator is that Bear has these amazing, you know, century-old brands that people trust. Um, and we really want to continue to leverage those brands um, and to give consumers new options um, associated with those brands. So our thesis is that between the startup community bringing new innovation and um, Bear's skill set around mass market, you know, reaching millions of people, um, that that's a sweet spot that we really think we can, you know, find a good partnership. The generator is focused on self-care. So just so listeners and I are on the same page with you, can you describe how you define self-care, what you're looking at? Sure. So um, self-care is a huge landscape, um, but primarily we're talking about um, how people are either preventing uh, disease, um, being proactive about managing their health, um, or it could be treating a condition that they have. So you know, really all of those areas have different um, issues that the consumer is dealing with, um, whether it is, you know, helping to stay up to speed on the latest science um, or identifying uh, the right solutions in the first place. And within that topic of self-care, there are four specific areas of interest that you've identified. Can you take us through those four challenge areas that you're working to address through partnering with startups? Sure. So um, one of the things that we're looking for is um, a way that we can help people manage their own self-care um, across all different categories. Um, we know that people are very um, overwhelmed with a lot of things going on in their life. Um, we know that there's a lot of information coming their way, but they don't always trust it. Um, so we're looking for probably an app um, that would help people um, really manage self-care for themselves and their family. Um, so that's one area that we're interested in. Um, we're also interested in um, the area of external pain management. So how can we help people manage pain without pills? This is likely to be um, in the digital space as well, either with or without a medical device. Um, we're looking at ways to improve the sun care consumer experience. And then finally, we're looking for nutritional firms in a few specific areas that we've identified, particularly focused on millennials. So just to recap those four challenge areas, it's managing self-care, it's external pain management, it's improving sun care, consumer experience, and nutritional support. You can find all those areas listed on the G4A Generator website, which you can get to just by going to g4agenerator.com. That takes you directly to the G4A pages where more details can be found. Now, what would you like to see as a result of this program? Can you give us an idea of how many companies you'd like to identify and what startups can achieve by participating? So we want to get you know at least 10 uh, companies into the final round where we will you know really look to find uh, commercial terms that would be beneficial for both sides. Um, and, and hopefully we get to market within two years with, you know, with these ideas. Do you have a preference for what stage the companies are in when they're applying? You know, it's really difficult to say because I think it depends on the nature of, you know, of the idea and the stage that they're at. So, you know, ideally we would want to be able to um, take something that, you know, has already had proof of concept 
um, and is already approved for use, in which case it's just finding the right commercial terms. Uh, but it's also quite likely that we'll be meeting companies that aren't that far um, and that might need help, um, you know, getting their ideas, you know, through FDA clearance, for example. So those will take longer and be more complex. Martin, what advice would you have for startups who are working with constrained resources, to put it lightly? What do you think they should be considering when they're looking for opportunities to get involved with big pharma and big companies like yours? Yeah, I, I really uh, believe that when the chemistry is right, just the good old-fashioned human chemistry uh, between the people that you know the startups will be working with, um, when that's right, that really, really is helpful. Um, we've heard many nightmares from you know, startups who've said that, you know, there's been so much turnover within big companies that they, they can barely, you know, kind of maintain a relationship. So I would really look for, you know, people who have been with the company a while, um, people who have a track record of working with startups and people who understand um, how to manage the bureaucracy of a big company. Um, so, you know, in my case, I've been in big companies all my career. I've been at Bayer for 12 years. I have a pretty good understanding of how we do business, um, and I can really be a good navigator for small companies. Um, I think without that, companies can say one thing, but they become quite dysfunctional. Um, and uh, I, I really think you, you have to be able to make those personal connections to navigate it. And I've been speaking with Barton and Eugene. Let's bring you in on the conversation, too. How can startups apply to be a part of the generator program? So we'll open up for applications on January 8th, and these will be open all the way through March 23rd. Uh, applications will come in through our website, so you can find it on g4agenerator.com. And there's actually going to be four separate uh, applications for each of the challenge areas. So even if a startup thinks they have a very fitting solution for all four, that's absolutely fine. They can apply on all the four separate questionnaires and we'll take them into account for each of them. I understand you're also asking startups to submit a video. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're looking for there? Absolutely, yes. So um, we were asking startups to actually upload a video of one to two minutes, um, introducing themselves, the team, uh, what what they've been working on, what their solution is and how they think it's fitting to our challenge. And we hope that with this long period of application time, they have enough time to really prepare and and dive deeper into the details. I know one thing people will want to know is how will you identify the winners and when will we find out who they are? Yes. So we go through three rounds. Uh, The selection committee is comprised of the internal Bayer experts that are actually the challenge owners and complemented with external experts in the field. And they'll go through these three rounds, drilling deeper to the top 10 or a bit more than the top 10. And these will actually then be invited to the launch event to pitch their solution, their idea. And there'll be actually a handful for each challenge area. Tell me a little bit more about the launch event. Where and how is that going to be run? Sure. So the launch event is really about bringing the finalists face-to-face together with the challenge owners, pitch their ideas in front of the audience, and really for the selection committee to pick the companies that they want to start talking, collaboration, partnership, project with, etc. It'll be taking place in New York City. Um, Date is not set yet, but we'll be publishing that on the website as well. And it's really about bringing all the digital health enthusiasts and experts that are around uh, together to have a good evening, 
and also network and just have a good time. Are you paying for the startups to get there? Yes. So the finalists will each uh, get a ticket or two to come and pitch. And for others, uh, it's open to everybody who's interested to join. Great. And that's going to happen sometime in May in the New York City area. If you're a finalist, you'll get a ticket to come to New York. If you're in the area and want to attend, keep an eye on the website and subscribe to the G4A newsletter to find out how you can attend. Absolutely. Before we wrap up, Eugene, let me just circle back to you and let me ask you, what's next? I know you're always thinking about the future and how to drive things forward. What does the future hold and what can we look forward to hearing more about as you iterate and innovate within your own organization to build these capabilities? Thanks, Dan. Yeah, it, it's been a year and a half journey at Bayer. And so what uh, you'll be the first one to actually record this. So going into new year, we talked about the G4A core accelerator dealmaker programs. You know, the rest of the team is really uniting under the G4A brand. And we're actually creating a team called G4A Intelligence. I think, as you know, probably better than uh, than myself, there's tremendous amount of digital health startups. You know, I would venture to say 20,000 plus, and that doesn't include university, uh, medical spin-ups and spin-outs, as well as a lot of the early research that's happening in digital health. It is all about evidence at this point. So the unit that we're creating is uh, G4A Intelligence, and that will actually help focus on two sides. As uh, my friend Millen, who I think you interviewed as well, talks about uh, doing things better or do better things. You know, DealMaker is an example of it, but with our intelligence unit, we're hoping to cut from all the noise that's out there and help the core business do things better via the signals for very specific questions and challenges. And then the other side is to look at where does Bear actually play going forward in this digital health arena? So that's the intelligence unit. The third one is the G4A Ventures we, we tossed around around incubation. You know, I, I personally felt that incubation is still kind of toying around a bit. And at the end of the day, the ventures is truly about creating new ventures. You know, I think the industry has been talking about beyond the pill. We're starting small, very much startup style. And the idea is to actually go from idea to uh, what I just kind of simply call one penny of revenue by impacting positively our consumers' lives. So those are kind of the three umbrellas that you'll hear more about going into 2018. It's the G4A Accelerator and the programs. It's the Intelligence Unit and then the Ventures Unit. And I'm really looking forward to the team has come together great. You know, I think you, you guys will all get to know many of the players who are actually making this happen throughout 2018. Thanks for that, Eugene. Obviously, there's a lot of activity happening within Bayer and many more great things to come. Thank you to Eugene, Barton, and Anna for joining me on this program. And I look forward to sharing some updates from you as the program moves forward and you announce the winners. And that's our show. Get the links to everything we discussed by visiting digitalhealthtoday.com forward slash 51, including the links to the four companies that won the 2017 G4A Accelerator Program. In our next episode, I speak to Roberto Ascione of Healthware International. Be sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app to make sure you won't miss it. And of course, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes. It helps build our digital health community and reach other innovators working to transform healthcare. Don't forget to get in touch on Twitter at HealthTechDan if you'll be in the Bay Area for the first full week of January. And follow at DHealthToday for updates on the events and announcements that are happening there. That's all from me for now. Speak with you soon in episode 52. And until next time, keep on innovating.